This is Jennifer with Online for Authors. Welcome back. Uh, welcome to another episode of Online for Authors. I'm your host, Jennifer, for this episode. I'm not interviewing an author, but rather spending a bit of time to share after being away for a month. Oh, August was an opportunity to go on a road trip, and I've not really come back. August 2nd, early, I set out on what mapped out to be like a fish-shaped route from my hometown of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, to destinations along the West Coast that included seeing family and friends on Vancouver Island in British Columbia. It was great to see those not seen in many years, and a lot of visiting was balanced well with day trips, hikes, and other tourist activities. There were a few days with many hours of driving. For the most part, there was no, there was time to stop for those roadside turnouts, taking a wharf or two, visit markets and fruit stands, those wonderful fruit stands. Oh my gosh, food just doesn't even taste the same being back here. And enjoying an ice cream or beverage. I highly recommend the D Dutchman dairy ice cream. The flavor is called uh, chocolate chili, chili chocolate, chili pepper chocolate. There it is. It's wonderful. Okay. Uh, so when not looking for sea glass, smelling the flowers or hugging trees, I was connecting with fairies. Uh, trips to three different islands were very enjoyable. As I shared in my personal podcast moments with Jen, the possibility of a year long road trip is very appealing to me. I want to spend more time on islands, specifically those islands and more. I, I was not online. I didn't have a computer, had limited access to Wi-Fi, and mostly communicated via a few texts. And uh, I'm not the same person that went away on holidays. I confess I did not read a book. I did, however, listen to a couple. And before going on holidays, I did start two books. I'm not finished them yet as they need to be applied, not just read. And those books might have been catalysts for some profound shifts that the holiday helped affirm. I unplugged for the entire month of August. Uh, if any of you have done this, you may also understand what it's like coming back. Do you ever really fully come back? This podcast has had uh, a new episode release most every Monday, and that might continue going forward. Not sure yet. I like releases on Mondays as it gives me weekend time if needed. Plus, you get new content at the beginning of a week, which is a great way to start a week. So for this week, I'm starting back slowly. I no longer wish to spend the majority of my time behind a computer or managing via mobile. So to shed hours off devices, there needs to be clarity, focus, and commitment. And I'm going to share the two books I started before I left and the two I listened to as well as the three I've listened to since. Uh, I believe two, two of them I'm still kind of listening. I've repeated listening to them 
uh, I want to go through um, three of them again. Again, the content is something when you're listening, it's different than reading and it's great when it's fiction, but when it's actually nonfiction or something where, uh, you know, somebody's delivering a deep message, it's, it's great to, to be able to go back and pay deeper attention. And uh, I also have one book that I'm waiting for a pre-release -re pre review. Like I'm actually working on that. It's waiting for a pre-release review from me. Uh, so more on that later. Also, I want to let you know uh, that uh, I'm recording September 7th. And this is a long-awaited interview. I've been wanting to interview Terry for quite some time. And it's Terry M. Brown. And that episode is going to be released. It's set to release September 12th. Mark your calendars for that one. She's the author of Sunflowers Beneath the Snow. And the, the read from Goodreads on her book, uh, the blurb, is uh, a Ukrainian rebel, three generations of women bearing the consequences, a journey that changes everything. When Ivana opens the door to uniformed officers, her tranquil life is torn to pieces, leaving behind a broken woman who must learn to endure cold starvation and the memories of a man who died in the quintessential act of betrayal. Using her thrift, ingenuity, and a bit of luck, she finds a way to survive in Soviet Ukraine along with her daughter, Yvetsi. But the question remains, will she be strong enough to withstand her daughter's deceit and the eventual downfall of the nation she had devoted her life to? Or will the memories of her late husband's act as, will the memories of her late husband act as a shadow haunting everyone and everything she loves, including Iona? the granddaughter that never knew him. In Sunflowers Beneath the Snow, Terry M. Brown explores the tenacity of women, showing that even in grueling circumstances, they can and do experience all the good things life has to offer, compassion, joy, love, faith, and wonder. So really looking forward to bringing that interview with Terry to an episode on the online for authors po podcast and so with more than 850,000 podcasts to choose from I'm very grateful uh, that you take the time to join me here uh, for this one or and if you join any other of the podcasts that I host so I'm, I'm going to share this now the uh, the books that I started before I left two of them uh, one journey forward in the other higher ground. So I'm just going to read a little bit about those as well. So journey forward, how to use journaling to envision and manifest the life you always wanted by Robin E. Henderson Wilson and Jonathan, uh, sorry, and Nathaniel A. Turner. So one day after writing an unquestionably negative journal entry, I remember thinking about a waste of time to reveal undesirable moments. I remember thinking, what a waste of time. So this is Nathaniel thinking. Uh, getting things out of one's system is one thing, but that should not be the only outcome I get from journaling, are his thoughts. When I thought, what if instead of recalling and then reliving on paper or electronic document a moment of 
I disdained, I instead imagined my best life and I wrote about that. What if I wrote about my life, my imagined desired life, first thing in the morning before I did anything else? What if even when I have an unfortunate experience, I write about that experience in the past tense, envisioning a moment in the future when that experience will only be a memory of how far I have come professionally or how far I've grown as a person. Over the years, I've learned neuroscience and psychiatry support this exercise of journaling forward. The Cliff Notes non-neuroscientist and psychiatric version of the journaling forward story is the brain does not distinguish between prior memories and future ruminations. Journaling forward allows me to create future hopeful moments and pleasant dreamt chronicles. Journaling forward is essentially self-programming my mind for a type of enjoyable time travel. Rather than dwelling on past events that saddened me and left me profoundly depressed or worse, I wrote about how I imagined living my best life when confronted with a situation that didn't go as desired in reality. I wrote about a future event featuring the same circumstances where the virtual outcome was the one I wanted. So there's more for me to read here, but essentially this is the book, if you could see it properly. Uh, maybe can't journaling forward. Okay. So, and there may or may not be still negotiating there uh, about a podcast coming out for those journal entries that, that are being talked about. So let's see here. In short, journaling forward allows me to reduce the the usually engulfing and low, long lingering effects of anxiety and depression. And there have been surprising bonuses from journaling forward. A number of the things I wrote about manifested themselves in my life. From writing books, giving a TED talk, being invited to keynote public and private engagements, and being featured in national publications and media outlets throughout the country, journaling forward has been a fantastic way to keep me living in the moment. Forward journaling has helped me keep my sanity. It has. It also motivates me to remain faithful to my personal value proposition, or PVP for short. Living my life with joy on purpose so that daily I may help serve and make sure others know that their life matters. So if you haven't met this individual, you really do need to meet him. And you can check out the episode um, that we did together. Oh, I believe it was March of 2022. And it's called Committed with Nathaniel A. Turner. And so basically he says, so that's how we got here. That's why Journey Forward now exists. Thanks to a lifelong friend nudging him, volunteering him. <laughs> he says, volunteering me to share what helped me deal with depression, get through the overwhelming despair caused by the events like the pandemic and manage the daily trials and tribulations of life. Journey Forward is a book today and he hopes that you'll find some value in journey forward moreover he hopes that you will journal forward the life you always imagined living too so now we haven't done an interview around this book yet but we did do an interview around 
another book. And so I invite you to check that out. Now, the other book that I started before I went away on holidays, and I interviewed um, Dean Neil Elliott about this book. And I think it's the episode just previous to this one. I'm going to get the name of it. I titled, what did I title that? Back to Your Truth with D. Neil Elliott. So I'm just going to read about this book. It's called A Higher Road, Cleanse Your Consciousness to Transcend the Ego and Ascend Spiritually. Spiritually, yeah. A seven-step process to inner peace, joy, love, abundance, and prosperity by D. Neil Elliott. So the blurb for this book is open your mind and consider new perspectives about life, regardless of your current situation or challenges, whether you are poor, wealthy, ill or healthy, happy or depressed, you can find a path to a brighter, fulfilling future. In this groundbreaking book, Dean Neil Elliott outlines seven steps that will help you attain absolute peace, joy, and abundance, and discover your true purpose in life. This book brings together scientific discoveries and spiritual concepts and explains the truth of our existence in a factual, rational, and engaging way. These truths bridge the gulf between science and spirituality. At 57 years old, Neil was depressed, anxious, and fearful. He felt trapped. There was no way out. Searching desperately for a sliver of hope or a reason to keep going, he found a higher road. Or more accurately, it found him. As he traveled that road, he discovered a seven-step process that transformed his life. A higher road cleansed your consciousness to transcend the ego and ascend spiritually, reveals hidden secrets and shares truths that will guide you through the process of achieving the best possible outcomes of your life. By completing all seven steps as outlined, you will gain knowledge and experience that will enable you, with effort, determination, and dedication to transform your life. If you're ready to change and become the best version of yourself, this book is for you. So I invite you to check out those two books and... Uh, Again, these, these are books that I'm still going through. I'm still uh, journal journey forward, the, doing the journal entries, and I'm still uh, working through the seven steps. Now, uh, I'm grateful that these books have come into my life. So, and if, if you choose to take the journey, wonderful, but know that it is a journey. It's not just a... Those books are not just a, a pick up and read and put back on the shelf type of a book. I mean, they do take you um, deeper into an adventure of yourself. And if that's something you're looking for, they're, they're great, great places <laughs> and great resources. So the next um, one I want to talk about was I actually listened to this book. I didn't actually read it. I listened to it on audio. And it was recommended by um, D. Neil Elliott as, as a good read. So this one, Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani. And my journey from cancer to near death to true healing. 
This is a truly inspirational memoir. Anita Morjani relates how after fighting cancer for almost four years, her body began shutting down. Overwhelmed by malignant cancer spreading throughout her entire system. As her organs failed, she entered into an extraordinary near-death experience where she realized her inherent worth and actual and the actual cause of her disease. Upon regaining consciousness, Anita found that her condition had improved so rapidly that she was released from the hospital within weeks without a trace of cancer in her body. Now, do take this one in because I, I don't believe that what I just read is a synopsis of the book actually uh, does the book justice. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a great blurb, but the, the evidence behind what she had gone through too and her recovery are, are told in more detail in the book. And that just kind of brings it more to the, the truth of the matter and the experience that she had. So definitely take that in. Another one I listened to, and again, I'm going to be listening to this one repeatedly, is Virus of the Mind by Richard Brody. Now, Virus of the Mind is the, uh, it's a popular book devoted to the science of meme, meme ticks, Memtics, so a controversial new field that transcends psychology, biology, anthropology, and cognitive science. Um, I'm not even sure. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But anyway, it's the science of memes and the invisible but very real DNA of human society. So in the virus of the mind, uh, Richard Brody carefully builds on the work of scientists Richard um, Dawkins, Douglas, I'm going to butcher the name, unfortunately, Forstad, Forstadter, Daniel uh, Dennett, and others who have become fascinated with memes and their potential impact on our lives. But Richard goes beyond the science and dives into the meat of the issue. Uh, is the emergence of the new science going to have an impact on our lives like the emergence of atomic psychic, um, atomic physics did in the Cold War? So is the emergence of the new science going to have an impact on our lives like the emergence of atomic physics did in the Cold War? He would say the impact will be at least as great. While atomic bonds affect everybody's life, viruses of the mind touch lives in a more personal and more precarious. Oh, come on. I'm going to, I need to learn how to pronounce this word. Okay. So search on Google. Let's just do that. Oh, it doesn't want to do it. Look it up. Let's look it up. Uh, so pernicious, oh, pernicious. So it's having a harmful effect, especially in a gradual and subtle way. Pernicious. Okay. So virus of the mind touches lives in a more personal and more pernicious way. Mind viruses have already affected governments, educational systems, and inner cities, leading to some of the most pervasive and troublesome problems of society today youth gangs the welfare cycle the deterioration of the public 
schools and ever-growing government bureaucracy. Viruses of the mind are not a future worry. They are here with us now and are evolving, evolving to become better and better at their job to infect us. The recent explosion of mass media and the information superhighway has made the earth a prime breeding ground for viruses of the mind. Will there be a mental plague? Oh, goodness. Will only some of us survive with our free will intact? Richard Brody weaves together science, ethics, and current events as he raises these and other very disturbing questions about memes. Now, I've listened to this once through. Mind you, I was driving, so I'm listening to it again because I really want to catch everything that's being shared here. Um, yeah, this this book is definitely opened up my mind to things that, you know, I was kind of aware of, but it really digs deeper into and sheds light on the how and the why of how it's happening. So there's more awareness and we can pay more attention to how we're maybe uh, susceptible to some of the things that are going on. So the next book is One Drum. Uh, and this was actually an, uh, an audible recommendation. So One Drum is Stories and Ceremonies for a Planet by Richard Wagamies. And the most popular truth in the universe is this, that we are all one drum and we need each other. Richard Wagamies, One Drum. Fans of Richard Wagamies' writings will be heartened by the news that the best-selling author left behind a manuscript he'd been working on until shortly before his death in 2017. One Drum welcomes readers to unite in ceremony to heal themselves and bring harmony to their lives and communities. In One Drum, Wagamese wrote, I am not a shaman, nor am I an elder, a pipe carrier, or a celebrated traditionalist. I am merely one who has dredged the same path many of this human family has, the path of the seeker called forward by a yearning to have not to have uh, called forward by a yearning I have not always understood. One drum draws from the foundational teachings of Ojaway, O-J-I-B-W-A-Y tradition. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. The grandfather teachings, focusing specifically on the lessons of humility, respect, and courage. The volume contains simple ceremonies that everyone anywhere can do alone or in a group to foster harmony and connection. Wagamese believed that there is a shaman in each of us and we are all teachers and in the world of the spirit, there is no right way or wrong way. Writing of neglect, abuse, and loss of identity. Wagamese recalled living on the street, going to jail, drinking too much, feeling rootless and afraid. And then the feeling of hope he gained from connecting with the spiritual ways of his people. He expressed the belief that ceremony has the power of unity and to heal for people of all backgrounds. When that happens, he wrote, we truly become one song and one drum beating together in a common purpose. And we are on the path to be healed. Okay. 
So again, I've listened to this one all the way through and I'm listening to it again. Uh, you know, there's talk about, uh, you know, who, before humans were on this planet and the impact of when humans are on the planet and just the, the unity and how it, the, what the intention was uh, when we all came together. So next, and, and I'm going to have links for all of these in the show notes uh, and on, uh, there will be a blog attached uh, or as a result, there will be a blog created for this episode as well. So you can take that in if you like. Next book is Living Untethered Beyond the Human Predicament. Now, this one is by Michael A. Singer. And the blurb here is, uh, the book you need right now is finally here. From beloved spiritual teacher, Michael A. Singer, author of the number one New York Times bestselling The Untethered Soul, this transformative and highly anticipated guide will be your compass on an exciting new journey towards self-realization and unconditional happiness. Now more than ever, we're all looking to feel more joy, happiness, and deeper meaning in our lives. But are we looking in all the wrong places? When our senses of wholeness depends on things or people outside of ourselves, whether it's a coveted job, a new house, a lavish vacation, or even a new relationship, sooner or later, we're bound to feel unsatisfied. That's why we must look inside for real freedom, love, and inspiration. But how do we embark on this inner journey? Living Untethered is the book to reach for, at once profoundly transcendent and powerfully practical, it provides clear guidance for moving beyond the thoughts, feelings, and habits that keep you stuck. You can heal the pain of the past and let your spirit soar. On each page, you'll discover a deeper understanding of where your thoughts and emotions come from and how they affect your natural energy flow. Finally, you'll find freedom from the psychological scars or sham scar, or I'm not even going to say this right, Samskaras, okay, so S-A-M-S-K-A-R-A-S, any yogi out there can say it way better than I can, that block you and keep you from reaching your highest potential. It's time to stop struggling and start experiencing. This miraculous book will show you how to put the spiritual teachings of Michael A. Singer into practice every day and propel you toward a life of liberation, serenity, openness, and self-knowledge. Isn't it time you started living untethered? Now, I've not gotten through the entire book. I have gone back through chapters um, repeatedly because uh, the further I get in the book, the more I think I've missed in previous chapters. And I, I keep going back. And I don't know that I've actually missed anything, but it's like, okay, well, this na next chapter related to this and as like my brain is doing this back and forth thing of relating to and you may not go through that but uh I'm, I'm really enjoying all of these books that have come into my space uh whether it be um in physical form a digital copy physical form uh like with nathaniel a turner's book and uh digital form was with um Neil Elliott, and then the other ones are all audio. So 
definitely wanted to share all of that with you as we get back into recording author interviews. There will also be mini interviews, which we call author expresses. So um, because you can work with online for authors to help uh, create a delivery strategy for conversations that you want to be having online and in your space and creating groups and, and different, there's all kinds of different ways to work with online for authors. Larger interviews are dedicated to those that um, we're, in, we're working with directly. And author expresses are those that we'd have, be happy to share your book, but we may not be working directly with you to deliver your message. So it's shorter and not as detailed in conversation, but still great to take in. So thanks again for taking in another episode of Online for Authors. Again, grateful because there are so many podcasts out there that you can choose from that you have taken this in. I am your host, Jennifer Palmer. I look forward to bringing a new episode out to you again, uh, September 12th. And again, we're recording with Terry M. Brown, author of Sunflowers Beneath the Snow. So catch us again. September 12th. And thanks again for being here.